USA Wealth Group Inc. presents Money Wise with the Money Guys. Ray Lance and Pete Lance are your hosts for the next hour, talking retirement topics and having the retirement conversation for those at or nearing retirement. For more than 20 years, USA Wealth Group has been committed to helping families protect and grow their wealth. The conversation starts now. Welcome to Money Wise Radio. Good Sunday morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Money Wise. Money Wise is brought to you every Sunday morning by USA Wealth Group. We are on WBSM Radio, 1420 AM on your dial. We're also on various social media platforms doing the show. And I'm happy to be here with you. My name is Ray Lance. With me also this morning is Pete Lance. Good morning, Pete. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. And also attorney Tenny Lance. Good morning, Tenny. Good morning. So thank you, everybody, for being here. Today we're going to be talking about one of my favorite subjects and one of my favorite topics. So, Tenny, do you know what one of my favorite things in the world is? Chocolate. Women. That's some. <laughs> Wonderful answer. <laughs> so today we're going to be talking about women, and specifically, month of March is National Women's History Month. So I've always liked historical figures, not necessarily historical women figures, but historical figures in general. You like history, don't you, Tenny? Yes. Oh, by figures, you mean... No, I was going to not go no, there. No, I mean <laughs> persons, persona. Got it. I just wanted to clarify because, you know, what you first said. Well, the focus of our show to celebrate National Women's History Month is we're going to be talking about retirement planning tips for women. And specifically 10 retirement planning tips for women. Yeah. We've got more than that, but our uh, main outline is 10. Well, there's uh, lots of information today. I want to actually start out with a little sort of negative news that is really recent. In the month of January, the rate of inflation went up again in this country by a half a percent. Just when we thought it was coming down again, it's gone up a half a percent. That's not going to be good news to the Fed. No, it, it looks what it like means. Go ahead. Interest rates will climb once again. Well, the Fed will continue to tinker with interest rates, unfortunately, and and the likelihood is that there will be continuing increases in rates. And ultimately, that will slow down the rate of inflation because people won't be able to afford things and will slow down spending and therefore slow down inflation. But at the same time, it also means that things can become more expensive. It means it's more expensive to buy a house, for example. So the rate of inflation did go up a half a percent in January, and that's fairly recent news. And looking more and more like we might be heading into that recession that uh, you know, a lot of so-called experts have been expecting. Um, we've had a show on that, I think, about two weeks ago, and you know, it's not all doom and gloom. And those same experts are expecting that if we do reach recession territory, that it will be um, not really significant and not really prolonged. And I want to mention one other sort of newsworthy item, at least I consider it to be a newsworthy item. On uh, February 21st of this year, um, the Wall Street Journal did a report. It was actually a paid advertisement, and it was a list of 1,500 companies, mostly uh, significant companies, um, that were on the Yale Russia, Yale University Russia list webpage. And they printed in the Wall Street Journal a thousand of these names of top A and B rated global multinational corporations that have announced to the world that they're withdrawing all economic activity from Russia. Hmm. I would have thought that would have happened about a year ago. I would have thought the same, but I'm curious to read that now. Well, a lot of companies have been doing this anyway as a way to you know, fight back with what Russia has done in Ukraine. And when, when you say A and B rated companies, they're not rating companies or, or not uh, printing companies that are below B rating. Um, Correct. These companies 
including the uh, insurance companies that we work with and do business with, all get ratings. And we only work with A-rated companies, but they are rated all the way from, and it's a little bit confusing, but just for you listening at home to understand, these are major companies if they're A and B rated. But there's a rating system that goes A plus plus, A plus, A, A minus, A minus minus, and then starts again with B plus plus, and so on. Well, we're not going to go through this list of names. That's not the point of this. The point of this basically is to say that a lot of significant companies have decided to stop doing business with the country of Russia, have suspended operations, have pulled out people. That has to have a major economic impact on the country of Russia, its citizens. People will be losing jobs and so forth. So I think it's a positive thing in terms of trying to figure out how to end the uh, the war and the invasion in Ukraine. But let's come back to our main focus, which is um, March is National Women's History Month. It's been around for a little while. And um, the first week in March actually has been declared by President Jimmy Carter um, uh, as the uh, Women's History Week in March. But um, women's history is really interesting in this country, isn't it, Tenny? It has, uh, women took a very long time to be given the right to vote in this country. Um, men had the right to vote for a long time. Um, black American men had the right to vote before women had the right to vote. And it just took a very long time. We have something called the Equal Rights Amendment, and it took 100 years to get that passed and fully um, endorsed by the required number of states. Right, and that actually really surprised the heck out of me. In preparation for the show, we spoke about that yesterday, and I said, you know, well, it was really a shame that women weren't allowed to vote until uh, 1920, and I, I just pulled that number out of my head or that, that year out of my head, and you said, actually, it's 2020, and then you went into detail about how it really wasn't fully uh, adopted. Yeah. By all the states required. And I don't want to lead you or anybody else off in the wrong direction. Um, various states have had, uh, women have had the right to vote for uh, quite a long time. But in uh, 20, excuse me, in 1920, the 27th Amendment to the United States Constitution, which is the uh, ERA or Equal Rights Amendment, so-called, was passed in 1920, 100 years ago. And in order to make it fully adopted, it has to be ratified by a certain number of states. And that did not occur until the year 2020, when it was finally fully ratified by the required number of states. Yeah, and you mentioned that yesterday, and I had never heard that before, and, and that's, that's just crazy to me. Well, let's talk about some of the main reasons that we want to have our subject today be focused on women and retirement planning tips for women. Oh, I'll tell you real quick, and, and sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt if you had a place to go really quick um, with what you were getting into, but um, I think that this is a really important topic, and we're looking to actually do some seminars specifically on this and maybe some webinars specifically on this topic uh, because I can't tell you how many uh, clients that we have who have recently been widowed over the past several years who have come into the office not having really a, a direction to go in and really understanding what the assets are, how to um, you know deal with losing their spouse, who took care of everything and sort of kept them in the dark. And that's sort of um, an older generation thing to do, but it really is unfortunately a common thing. So a real quick call to action. We always mention that we have handouts to give and provide. We have a special handout um, called the 10 Tips to Help Empower Women Investors. We would be happy to email that to you, mail it to you, um, get that to you if you wanted to come and pick it up. Um, it's a little bit funny. I mentioned this to our producer, Randy, yesterday that the woman on the front looks a lot like Martha Stewart, which is kind of funny because it's women investors and Martha Stewart spent some time in prison for insider trading. <laughs> uh, that's right, she did. Well, I have a little book in front of me called Great Quotes from Great Women, and I took the trouble to go through this and 
signify some things that I thought would be useful. So one of my favorite women in history has been Eleanor Roosevelt. I thought she was really terrific in the things that she spoke about and wrote about. And she once said, it is better to light a candle than to curse the darkness. You probably heard that before, but you never knew where it came she from. Was, I was going to say, she was the one who, did, who said that. Yeah. I'm surprised, but she was a great lady. She was a great lady. She also said, when you cease to make a contribution, you begin to die. And we believe in being very active in helping people here. So we're going to come on uh, along with some other quotes for you shortly, but let's go in right into the 10 planning tips, retirement planning tips for women. So here's the problem. Women have unique challenges that men do. First of all, they often give birth to babies. Men don't have that problem, do they, Pete? No, they don't. Um, and we t actually talked about that the other day as well, all the various things that women have to go through that we don't have to. Well, here's some important facts to think about. Women live longer statistically than men do. They outlive men. Women earn less money statistically than men do. And these two things alone um, mean that they will end up possibly having a greater chance of living alone in retirement. Do you remember my grandma, my mother, Peter, after my dad died, she did not know how to write checks. She did not know. She had never written a check in her life. No. And she did not know how to balance her checkbook. She had no idea what her finances were. It was, was a pretty sad time. It is. It's funny what you remember from uh, people. I mean, I was quite young when um, she passed away. And, uh, well, not quite young. What was I, about 13? Well, Dad passed away when you were eight. About, yeah, eight. And then my mother, 10 years later. Oh, it was 10 years later? Well, yes. it seems like it was. I was younger than that. But I remember ribbon candy always being on the coffee table. Oh, Christmas ribbon candy. Always. The little knob glasses that she always had, the little pink knobby glasses. So many little things I remember about her. Well, just remember that the mind is the first thing to go, Pete, when you're thinking about searching your memory for things. But in any event, we're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we're going to go through a list of 10 particular questions that will tie into today's show. So stay tuned, and we will be right back. For your copy of the handout, 10 Tips to Help Women Investors, call USA Wealth Group now, 508 998-8858. That's 508-998-8858. You're listening to Money Wise with the Money Guys, hosted by Ray Lance and Pete Lance. If you have questions about retirement, call today, 508-998-8858. That's 508-998-8858 for a consultation or a second opinion on your current retirement plan. 508-998-8858. And now, back to Money Wise with the Money Guys. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Today we're talking about Women's National Women's History Month, which is the month of March every year. And uh, we're celebrating women. We're talking about how women have unique problems. So we have a list of questions we'd like to ask you. And this is going to be directed to the women in our audience who are listening. Have you made retirement planning a priority? And most people in general have not. Um, before we get on to the actual 10 uh, thought-provoking, you know, lists that we're going to get into on the show today. You always like to do quotes, and uh, an Eleanor Roosevelt quote that I like to mention and think about from time to time, only because it's Marine Corps related. Is she said the Marines have the cleanest bodies, the filthiest minds, the highest morale, and the lowest morals of any group of animals I've ever seen. <laughs> but then, didn't she finish it up? Thank God for the United States Marines. Yes. <laughs> okay. See, I remember that quotation, too. <laughs> well, Susan Anthony, who was one of the leaders in the country for uh, the women's suffrage movement, which is 
um, arguing and demonstrating uh, for the right to vote in this country. They've worked for a very long time to get the right to vote. Incredible to think of today. She once said, I declare to you that women must not depend upon the protection of man, but must be taught to protect herself. And there I take my stand. And it's true, isn't it? Um, a, a lot of women, unfortunately, do depend upon the protection of a man. And then when the man dies earlier, then they have to take care of themselves. It's really, again, just been very telling how much that is, especially, again, with the older generation. Um, just these clients that have come and seen us over the past few years, they just feel totally lost, a lot of them, and it's sad. But so, getting back to your, um, your 10 lists, um, you mentioned, have you made retirement planning a priority for those of you women listening at home? Uh, have you allowed your spouse to take control of money matters? You know, sometimes to the point that you really aren't sure of where you stand financially. And I guess the third point that I would make is, do you consider yourself to be financially literate? Do you understand finances? Do you understand money? I yep. think that we are at a point in our history where this is... Uh, this is a very telling subject because my memory allows me to go back to a time when women weren't informed, weren't literate, did not know how to do things to the point now where I think um, your generation, Peter, and your daughter certainly are going to be just fine. And it's this transition fun. time. I think that they're going to be the ones in charge and the ones taking control and much more knowledgeable. I mean, and it's proven that m the male brain doesn't mature until what, age 25? About 25. <laughs> and I, I would say later sometimes, than that. <laughs> sometimes never. Sometimes never. Well, let me give you a little story. When I went to law school quite a long time ago, we had about 150 students in the first year class. Uh, law school was three years. And of the 150 students, two were women. But I have to add to that story because, as you recall, I was out in the working world while you were in law school. But when you graduated, I received from the dean of the law school. So you mean when I got my law degree, you got something else? Yes. Okay. When you received your law degree, I received a Ph.T. putting hubby through and when I received it, I almost threw it at the dean. I was so angry. Do you know how you pronounce that? <laughs> 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 Putting hubby through. <laughs> well, Putting guess what? Hubby through. Guess, guess how times have changed. Right now, at uh, the law schools and the colleges in this country, women make up the more majority. than more than a majority. Right. And I've always loved that story, and and it infuriated you, and you said. One day, I'm going to go to law school, and I'm going to get my own damn law degree. And you did. Yeah, and to give her credit, uh, she did it on a part-time basis over a four-year period. Five. Five-year period, while she was still <laughs> working a job full-time. Yep. No, I remember, so, give her I a lot remember of credit being a teenager going to bed 11, 11.30, and you're still in the you know, little study reading <laughs> law books. Yeah, those were the lean years. Well, in any event, let's come back to our little list here. Uh, number four on my list is, this is addressed to the ladies listening today. Are you comfortable asking questions when you're speaking to financial professionals? We try to make that a comfortable process here, don't we, Pete? Absolutely, and again, I've mentioned this before, but so many people will say at the conclusion of the you know initial meeting, I feel so much better for coming in and having spoken with you. I was so nervous and I thought that, you know, I would be embarrassed or I thought you would make me feel uncomfortable and it's just the opposite. I, I feel so happy and relieved that I came in. Well, we have lots of training and we get comfortable in our own environment and we get comfortable with the subjects and the topics that we understand and study every day. But a lot of people are not, so they don't know what to expect when they come into the office. Yep, and the next point uh, is, have you made it clear to your spouse or your partner or your financial advisor what your most important financial goals are. And given the fact that women uh, generally do live a lot longer than men do, are you confident that your retirement plan is gonna provide enough income for you 
that you might live if you live a much longer life. And that's the first thing that we need to discuss uh, after an initial you know, meeting uh, is a real financial plan has to have uh, an income plan. Yeah, it's important to figure out what are the uh, budget needs. So we always recommend somebody should do a budget, but then you do an asset analysis, you do an income analysis, you do uh, a tax analysis. We wanna make sure that people aren't going to outlive their money, that you have enough money to live on. And how and much does it cost people to go through this process? Well, um, yeah, we, we discuss all of that. So do you, do you talk about brokerage fees if you're doing brokerage kind of investments, Pete? Absolutely, and that's a big thing is, uh, you know, the next question is, do you really understand the fees and the costs associated with your investments that, you know, may be charged by your broker? So let me ask you this question. If you sit down with somebody in your uh, brokerage capacity, Pete, and you're looking at their investment statements, do you find that the fees that they're paying are often very clearly expressed? Not at all, just the opposite. They're very well hidden in almost every case. It's highly unusual that someone will bring me a statement and I can look at it and instantly tell them what their fee is and that's what most people deal with. No, my question previously, I'm sorry, must not have been clear is, what does it cost someone to come in and sit down with you? Oh, nothing. No, there's no fee for an initial consultation, is there? No, there isn't. So, Pete, you work on the security side a lot. You have securities licenses, and you're authorized to do that. Um, uh, what we do on the USA Wealth Group side is we work with insurance products, life insurance, annuities, and things of that nature. But you also work uh, on the additional capacity on the uh, security side of things, don't you? Correct. And, and you're licensed for that purpose. And then let me also mention that, Tenny, you don't work in the financial arena at all. You work with Lance Law, along with attorney Mike Coleman, and you give legal advice. But you don't give legal advice over the phone, do you? No, we and do not give legal advice over the phone. Actually, we don't give legal advice to people who aren't clients. And you don't give legal advice on the radio either. Right. So these are specialized areas, but uh, if anybody's interested in having a consultation to simply sit down and ask questions or have documents reviewed or get a second opinion on, on uh, the adequacy of where you are with your legal documents or financial documents, make an appointment. Come in to see Pete. Um, and Pete, do you have a particular number Peter should, people should call? I do. For USA Wealth Group, um, it's 508-998-8858. And again, I mentioned in the first segment, we do have uh, this handout specifically for women. Uh, we've got lots and lots of handouts, lots of useful information, and they're all, for the most part, you know, two, three, four pages long at most. Um, so it's really not overwhelming, and it's got some really useful information. Uh, this one in particular for women is 10 Tips to Help Empower Women Investors. Happy to give that to you, but you need to give the office a call in order to get it. Right, and then Tenny, if somebody wants to meet you or attorney Mike Coleman, what number should they call to make an appointment to have legal documents reviewed? 508-998-8800. We've got just a couple of other questions we wanna ask, and then we wanna talk about some specific <coughs> tips and topics of uh, relating to Women's History Month. Uh, women have done an incredible amount in the world and will continue to do so. And I think the influence of women uh, grows every single year. Don't you think so, Pete? I would absolutely agree. We see more and more uh, women taking over companies as their CEOs. And, um, you know, we've got a lot, we've got a new presidential candidate, um, you know, and we've had Hillary Clinton run for office before. We've got a lot more women who are uh, in power and, and, it's a great thing to see. All right, so when we come back after a short break, we're gonna answer the question also, uh, specific reasons why retirement planning for women needs to be different sometimes than planning for men. So stay tuned and we will be right back after a short break. This is Money Wise Radio with Ray and Pete Lance. 
Powered by the USA Wealth Group. Collectively, more than 80 years of experience helping clients define and plan for their retirement goals. To begin a retirement consultation, call 508-998-8858. That's 508-998-8858. This is Money Wise Radio. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Money Wise. Our topic today is to talk about National Women's History Month. Um, there are some major differences between men and women, aren't there, Pete? I, I feel like you're leading me down a path that you've got this grin on your face. It, no. It's like the cat that ate the, what's that, what's that expression, Mom? You would cat know. Cat that ate the canary. The canary, there you go. No, not recently. <laughs> I tried to eat a canary once, but she flustered too much, so I didn't. <laughs> I remember my mother had canaries and yes, she parakeets, did. and one Thanksgiving, the parakeet, who was allowed to fly around the house for some reason, landed on the wire that was leading to the chandelier over the dining room table. And the parakeet <laughs> bit through the wire, nearly electrocuted himself, but put the whole house out of electricity for Thanksgiving. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard that one before. stupid things? <laughs> well, it's, just, it's amazing what one little bite can accomplish sometimes. Right? I guess that would be my, my take on that subject. Well, let me be really clear that although we're celebrating National Women's History Month, we do represent men too, don't we, Pete? We definitely do. Did you know that women control more financial assets in the country than men do? I actually did not know that. Yep, that's a fact also. Did you know, have you ever heard the name uh, Madame Curie? Of course. Polish-born French physicist, and she worked on radioactivity. She won the Nobel Prize two times, not once, but twice. And it was a very difficult situation for her to get the prize first because many men thought that women were not worthy of that prize. Well, also her husband worked alongside with her and there was arguments that maybe the husband should have gotten a Nobel Prize, but it was actually her work and her inventions that uh, qualified her to get the Nobel Prize. Well, let's come back and The question we want to ask really today is, do you really understand your investments? Do you understand what you own? You need to talk to somebody like Peter and do a review of your investments. If you want to talk about other financial products like insurance and annuities, you would be talking to me. Um, I also have a very strong tax background and would be happy to talk about taxes on a one-on-one basis. I have a Master of Laws in Taxation. And I would be happy to talk to people about documents that they should have in hand while they're alive in case anything should happen. For example, if your husband was incapacitated, do you have a durable power of attorney for property from him that authorizes you to act on his behalf? And vice versa. And vice versa. Yep. No, it's very important. Um, Do you ever hear the name Sandra Day O'Connor, Pete? I have. She was the first female justice of the Supreme Court. Uh, She was appointed by President Ronald Reagan in 1981. So when you think about the history of our country. 200 years. It took 200 years to have a woman member of the Supreme Court of the United States. Incredible. It is. And how many justices do we have right now that are female in the Supreme Court? Do you know, Tenny? I believe there are four. I think it's four also, yep. So... We've come a long way in this country, and women have come a long way in this country. And it's about time, but it takes a long time, doesn't it? It does, unfortunately. Um, we're in our third segment, and we haven't even gotten through the initial discussion about the next, um, you know, the top ten tips that we want to discuss or questions that we want to, um, you know, ask you to answer for yourself. Uh, the next one, and, and again, it's focused towards the women listening, is are you concerned that your current investments may be too risky? And I've come to discover that most of the women clients that I sit down with are more conservative. I Not think always, so too. but I yeah. would think that they are more conservative yeah. and want to take less risk. 
So men do more risky things, and sometimes men do some things that aren't as smart. Well, I would say that's absolutely true, <laughs> including you <laughs> fixing a gutter, standing on a stepladder over this past summer on the edge of your very tall porch. So let's not get personal here <laughs> today. But it needed to be done. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you have to do things. By him? No. <laughs> So, Pete, did you know that the two highest IQs ever recorded through standardized testing both belong to women? And I have some women in my life, including my wife, who probably thinks she was one of them. Well, <laughs> like I said, we don't get personal on this show. Well, let's go into some of this other stuff, dealing with uh, uh, making your best decisions. Preparing for retirement is always about making good decisions. If you've done an estate plan a long time ago, Tenny, Somebody maybe ought to come in and review it with you, right? Yes, I see a lot of people who have done wills or maybe even wills and trusts back in the late 90s when they first had children or um, they did something in the early 2000s. Now it's 23 years later. It's time to have them reviewed. Certainly things have changed in your life. Well, things change in people's lives. Um, a, a spouse might have died. Uh, a family member might have become uh, disassociated from the family. Lots and lots of reasons. But number one, you should assume that you are going to live longer if you're a woman. You're going to live longer than uh, your husband if you're married to uh, a man. Uh, women are going to live longer than men. Women out uh, age 100. Of the over age 100 group, this is an interesting statistic, women outnumber men three to one. Well, they definitely live longer. But longevity has a, a really you know, far-reaching impact on many aspects of retirement planning, financial planning, health expenses, social security timing. When I get into the social security discussion as part of the financial plan, um, that's always something that I have to get into you know, okay, what is, what's your age now? How's your health? Um, you know, are you a smoker? Uh, what's the longevity like? You know, are your parents still alive possibly? Uh, if not, when did they pass? And is there anything that I should be concerned about and talking to you about um, with family health history? You know, diabetes, early heart disease, any of those type of things. So it's all important discussions that need to be um, brought up. Um, to get a sense as to how long you might need your income plan to last. And when I first meet with people, the first thing I do is go over their client intake sheet, which lists their uh, family situation, their the things that they own. And sometimes people think that I'm really getting to be too nosy and too intrusive into their life. But we um, hear sort of become uh, part of, of what's important uh, to you. We need to know what's going on with you. We need to know how to plan. So if we ask you questions about longevity or your health situation or do you own IRAs, it's not because we're pains in the neck or really anxious. It's because we want to help you. So give Tanya a call at 508 998 8800. Let me ask you a question, Tenny. Um, did you ever hear the name Shirley Chisholm? Yes. She was the first Great black civil rights. Yep, she was the first black woman uh, ever elected to the United States Congress and that occurred in 1968. So it took that long. And she once said, "At present our country needs women's idealism and determination, perhaps more in politics than anywhere else." So guess what? percentage of the Congress today is women. 17% of congressional and Senate seats are held by women. 17%. Only 17? Yep. Hmm. And 18% of governor positions in the United States are held by women. Is so that it's still since the last election? Uh, this is fairly recent information. So this is still, hmm. you know, fairly current uh, information. Let me ask you a question. Go ahead. Do you know who Josephine Baker was? I do not. Um, Josephine Baker was a terrific spy, and she smuggled all kinds of information back to the 
Allied powers from France during World War II. She was one of the best spies that ever lived. Well, women perform really important functions besides, you know, giving birth, obviously. Uh, World War II, who were in the factories in the country while the men were overseas fighting? Women were in the factories. They produced the ammunition, the cars, and everything else. Rosie the Riveter. Rosie the Riveter. I wonder what she riveted. Do you ever think that? Tanks and planes. Planes. Must have been a very riveting experience, I would think. Well, It's riveting um, to hear you talk about it. Sorry. Florence Nightingale. Did you ever hear the name Florence Nightingale, Tenny? Yes. She once said, I attribute my success to this. I never gave or took any excuse. Great quotation. Hmm. Well, Rosie the Riveter is still a very classic, powerful um, um, sign for you know women's empowerment. Um, so it's a it's amazing that something from that long ago is still such a, a strong female um, symbol. Well, and there are some very important women in history. We'll talk about that a little bit further, but. Um, Let's see. I've got some other quotations I want to use, but I'm going to save some of them for our next segment instead. Um, Gold in my ear. I have to give this one. I like this one. Don't be humble. You aren't that great. (laughs) I like that. (laughs) That just tickles my fancy. Well, uh, stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be back in just a moment with our last segment, and we'll talk a little bit about some things like Social Security and one of the really bad decisions that men make about Social Security when it comes to helping their spouse, for example. So stay tuned, we'll be right back. For your copy of the handout, 10 Tips to Help Women Investors, call USA Wealth Group now, 508-998-8858. That's 508-998-8858. Money Wise is in many places. If you missed a minute of the show or want to listen to past episodes of Money Wise, go online to usawealthgroup.com and click on the radio page. That's usawealthgroup.com. This is Money Wise Radio. Welcome back to Money Wise, and our topic this morning is the fact that we're celebrating National Women's History Month. So we've talked about a few historic figures already, haven't we? But let's come back to a couple of very specific tips uh, to think about, Tenny. We've already stressed this one very importantly, but number one tip is assume, ladies, that you will live longer than a man, and you will, because... Statistically, it's out there, and it's been out there for a long time. And that means, doesn't it, Teddy, that the planning needs and concerns for women are really much more important for a woman than they are for a man. Yes, and a woman needs to be a part of the decision-making that a man may be involved with. For example, when does he begin to take Social Security benefits? When or, or what choice does he make when he retires with regard to his pension and whether it will carry forward after he's gone if his wife outlives him? That's the one that always seems to, uh, to be a problem, that you might choose the higher amount uh, that you'd get monthly, but then you leave your wife without your income. Well, I've seen too many personal examples of that happening when uh, the man and a husband and wife, male-female relationship says, I'm gonna start taking my social security at age 62. Do you know that over 50% of everybody who signs up for social security does so at age 62? It's crazy. Right. And because you're shortchanging yourself a lot, between shortchanging be, your wife and shortchanging your surviving spouse who is probably going to outlive you and she's going to have less to live on remember this very important fact if you have a husband or wife and let's say it's male and female for purposes of our discussion typically the husband will have earned a higher amount of money because that's the way society has been and the wife will have earned less but they will get two social security checks 
if the husband starts taking Social Security at 62, um, he's shortchanging himself. If his full retirement age is 67, for example, he will make 7% more every year between age 62 and age 67. If he then waits in from 67 until age 70, he would have made 8% per year more. Um, I'm not sure what those numbers add up to right now. It's about 35% higher if you wait and prolong it. But at least you need to do the analysis, and we can help do the analysis here. So then what happens is if the husband takes his Social Security at age 62 and doesn't live a very long time, he's got a smaller amount of Social Security, and he dies first, the wife only gets to keep one Social Security check. She's no longer going to have two Social Security checks coming in. So you really need to get a proper analysis done before you make that very important decision about Social Security. Right. And for those of you who are retiring and looking at making pension decisions, not everybody has pensions these days, but that's a similar sort of situation where you have choices and the choice you make can certainly impact your wife. Sure. So um, a lot of people don't really understand that there's 13 different kinds of benefit payments that you can get from Social Security. I mean, you can't get them all, obviously, but you've got a lot of different choices. There's spousal benefits, there's widow or widower benefits, there's divorced spouse benefits, uh, divorced widow and widower benefits. Um, and there's 20,000 pages of regulations that deal with Social Security. Get some proper advice. Here's our tip number two. Make sure that if you are a widow or widower benefit that you get the right Social Security choice. And again, it starts as early as age 62 if you make the wrong decisions. Um, don't forget that if you were married for at least 10 years to somebody and then got divorced, you're going to be entitled to divorce spouse benefits from your, your spouse that you divorced. Um, a lot of people don't realize that. Um, so let's jump into a couple of other things because we're talking faster as we're trying to cover some very important tips. Uh, my tip number four today is don't forget about taxes. If you're not doing tax planning, then you're going to end up in some fashion leaving more money to the government, federal or state or both, than what you need to. Uh, and it has to do not only with estate taxes and what the value of your total assets are at the time that you pass away, but it also has to do with making proper IRA and retirement account distributions. So very significant things. Um, sometimes there's something called the widow's tax penalty because women are going to outlive their husbands uh, normally and this widow's tax penalty is going to have the greatest impact on women. You need to plan. So these are specialized areas, but uh, if anybody is interested in having a consultation to simply sit down and ask questions or have documents reviewed or get a second opinion on, on uh, the adequacy of where you are with your legal documents, your financial documents, make an appointment. Come in to see Pete. And Pete, do you have a particular number people should call? I do. For USA Wealth Group, um, it's 508-998-8858. A real quick call to action. We always mention that we have handouts to give and provide. We have a special handout um, called the 10 Tips to Help Empower Women Investors. We would be happy to email that to you, mail it to you, um, get that to you if you wanted to come and pick it up. Uh, we've got lots and lots of handouts, lots of useful information, and they're all, for the most part, you know, two, three, four pages long at most. Um, so it's really not overwhelming, and it's got some really useful information. Uh, this one in particular for women is 10 Tips to Help Empower Women Investors. Happy to give that to you, but you need to give the office a call in order to get it. I've seen people who say, well, I'm going to take the maximum amount that I can from my pension because I need the money now. But in the old days, they used to say, take the maximum amount of your pension, which is only for one life, and then take some of the excess money and put it into life insurance and invest the difference. That's sort of really old school philosophy. Um, and generally, you really need to do 
an analysis about many of these things. Right. Um, do you know who my favorite woman in history, I think, Joan of Arc. No. Um, Although she was pretty good. <laughs> um, I, I can't guess. Queen Elizabeth II. Oh. Do you know that the three greatest monarchs that the British Empire ever had were all women? So can you name them all? Queen Elizabeth I, yeah. Victoria, and Queen Elizabeth II. That's really interesting, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, there were multiple male uh, kings in between, but these ladies were really something. Well, I've got one for you. Do you know who the first woman was to play golf in Scotland? I have no idea. Mary, Queen of Scots. No kidding. Yeah, see, right there in writing. I'll be darned. I didn't know they had <laughs> golf. See, in... I know a little bit about history. Did you know that women were not allowed to compete in track and field events at the Olympics until 1928? Yeah, that's... Less than 100 years ago. Yep. That's amazing. It is. Women have been, you know, we talk about discrimination in this country. Um, probably the most widely discriminated against group uh, in this country is women. And yet they contribute so much and they keep the race going. <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> Without us, you wouldn't exist. <laughs> well, how about the Boston Marathon? The first woman to run and finish the Boston Marathon was Roberta Gibb, and that wasn't until 1966. We're wow. Not, we're not talking about ancient history here. We're talking about, I mean, this is ongoing stuff, so women need to celebrate every milestone that they can achieve. So next tip is choose a financial advisor wisely. Um, Peter is happy to be a financial advisor when it comes to securities and those kinds of investments. Um, he had to exit from the show a little early today to uh, meet with uh, somebody. And um, choose your legal advisor wisely. Tenney has a very lengthy history, and the law firm here has a very lengthy history in helping people do proper estate planning, don't you, Tenney? Yes, we do. We go back many years. <laughs> you know, one of the things that sometimes is said at a staff meeting in the office here is that, yes, these businesses are in business here to make money and support, you know, a staff of 12 people or so, but um, we're also in business to help people. And don't ever forget that particular point. We, we stress that a lot at staff meetings. Right. So we've been talking today about Women's History Month. Do you know when Women's um, History Day began? Um, no, you gonna tell me? <laughs> 1909, the first Women's History Day. I wonder what precipitated that. I, I mean, don't know. at that point, women were getting agitated about getting the right to vote. Well, you so almost think that maybe they didn't have any history before then, which isn't true, is it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yep. So, but the day didn't become a week until 1978. And then in 1987, so recent, Women's History Month began. We get stronger and wiser all the time, I guess. Well, I wonder who the first woman was to run for a United States president. That's, a, that's an ambiguous one. I believe it was Hillary. No, it was actually um, a lady named Victoria Woodhull uh, who campaigned for the office in 1872 under the National Women's Suffragette Association. Hmm. But this is interesting to think about. So here we are in the year 2023. Have we ever had a female president in the United States, Teddy? Not once. Okay. It's a, it's a sad commentary. Someday we hopefully will. <sighs> Who was the first woman to go over the Niagara Falls in a barrel? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Do we uh, want to, to point this out? <laughs> Annie Edson Tyler in 1901. She was a 43-year-old schoolteacher when she plunged. She survived with only a small gash on her head, 
but she swore that she'd never do it again. <laughs> Smart lady, eventually. Yeah. See, sometimes it takes getting knocked in the head to learn things, doesn't it? Well, here's our next important tip as we run out of time practically. Get your plan in writing, whether it's a financial plan, whether it's a legal plan, have a backup plan. Make sure you understand what you own and make sure you understand who your beneficiaries are. Most importantly at all, of all, uh, plan for your family's future. It's not just about you, it's about your children, your family, your relatives, your brothers, your sisters, your nephews and nieces, or your charities that you wanna support. Give us a call. Remember that nobody can be an expert at everything. We're very proud and pleased with the things that we are able to do in our various offices to help people. We invite you to become a part of our organization and a part of our family. And we will see you again next week on the radio. Thank you, Denny. Thank you. This is Money Wise Radio. USA Wealth Group Incorporated is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investment advisory products and services made available through AE Wealth Management LLC, AEWM, a registered investment advisor. Insurance products are offered through the insurance business, USA Wealth Group Incorporated. USA Wealth Group Incorporated is also an investment advisory practice that offers products and services through AE Wealth Management LLC, AEWM, a registered investment advisor. AEWM does not offer insurance products. The insurance products offered by USA Wealth Group Incorporated are not subject to investment advisor requirements. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. USA Wealth Group Incorporated is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by USA Wealth Group Incorporated. This radio show is a paid placement.